0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Law from Growth Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jan Roos, and I'm here with a podcast on one of my favorite months of the year, one of my favorite times of the year, and that is the holiday season. And I know that not everyone, well, actually, everyone's, you know, who's not a fan of the holidays, honestly, let's get real. But from a business perspective, there's a lot of people that would consider this a slow season. But I've actually noticed that there is a minority of people who happen to be doing extremely well that think that this is one of the best months of the year. So it's kind of this interesting situation. You have two schools of thought. I'll get into this a little bit, but I want to just start off by saying the firms that we've worked with and just people I've met in business over my whole time doing this always love the end of the year. And it's kind of one of those contrarian things. You want to be kind of like the old Warren Buffett thing. Be greedy when others are fearful. Be fearful when other people are greedy. There is absolutely a case to say that no one's working in December, no one's making decisions on legal problems in December, I might as well just, you know, book my flight to the Florida or the Bahamas or whatever and not have to deal with that. And if you want to make your mind up that that's the truth, then you can find all the data in the world to support that. However, I want to present an alternative view if that's how you feel. That is that there is a better opportunity than ever to close in the months of December. And I have, you know, reams of seven figure businesses that we've worked with and coached and, you know, been coached by that make huge numbers in December because they are believing an alternative view, which I want to explore in a little bit. So what I want to kind of talk about is the dynamics that lead to the end of the year being a fantastic time. And I want to start with, this is actually some experience from a, a partner that we work with that we do a ton of seminars with. Basically, these guys have been doing this since like the early 90s. And one of the data points that I found super interesting is that these guys get more business done in December, those seminars outperform the seminars from any other month of the year, which is very kind of contrarian, because a lot of people say, hey, there's no point in running seminars in December, who's going to make it who's going to close, you know, all the reasons the world you can think about. But when we went into it, And this is something that I've kind of known, you know, our our experience of this started around, uh, you know, basically when we were doing the AdWords stuff back in 2015, we always noticed that people had really, really high conversion rates when it came to the ads that we had on and this is across practice areas. But the reason why I think this is the case is super basic, you know, high school economics, it comes down to supply and demand. So if you want to think about it, there are a lot of people and I'll say this, you know, I wouldn't say it's an outright norm and legal. But when you have practice areas, I'll use a state as an example where there are a lot of solos, I consider those I call those bottom heavy practice areas as opposed to, you know, top heavy practices, where there's, you know, huge, you know, white shoe law firms, that kind of thing was like huge businesses that kind of eat a lot of the market up, but practice areas like estate planning practice areas in general, you know, any main street law firm that's listening to this podcast, most likely, you have a lot of competition that are solos, those solos, a lot of them that are referral based, especially do not have a payroll to worry about. So if it comes to the decision to, you know, shut the lights off for a month, the only thing they really have to worry about is themselves not making money. So a lot of people decide to take time off. And again, this might not necessarily be the entire month of December. It's nice for the people that can, but it could be uh, taking, you know, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever, out to a week or two weeks or, or whatever, right? So by and large, in the legal profession, there's a lot of people that run these kind of law firms that take time off. So what does that do to supply? The supply is down, which in and of itself is enough to give you more closing pressure for whoever happens to be in the market for whatever reason. Um, And again, I'll continue with this example of estate planning. There is actually a higher demand for certain practice areas. I think estate planning is one of them for sure. But the thing is, when we talk about the holidays, you have so many hook points that make somebody want to move forward with a service or continue moving forward with a service that they had started earlier somebody who went ghost for whatever reason, right? So you think about again, we're coming right up after Thanksgiving right now, so many different reasons that you could want to revisit getting an estate plan. Hey, maybe grandma and grandpa are not looking so hot. You know, grandpa forgot, you know, your girlfriend's name or uh, <laughs> whatever, right? And it looks like, you know, he might need to be in a home in the foreseeable future. Or, you know, hey, look, you know, Uncle John ended up losing a bunch of weight. He looks like if it was, you know, he ends up breaking a hip, then this guy could have to get into a home. Those are the kind of things that get people to reach out to an attorney about elder care or respond to an ad that an attorney is putting out about elder care or webinar, you, you name it, right? On the flip side, let's think about the positive. Maybe your, you know, grandchildren, nieces, nephews are looking all, you know, sprightly and you're, you know, you're reminded of the the beauty of youth and you start thinking to yourself, hey, you know what, I got to make sure that if anything were to happen to me, there's something left over to so these kids can go to college or make sure that they're financially set or whatever, right? So that's, you know, more of a proactive reason to do it. The flip side, you know, if somebody ended up dying during the year, you know, it's probably going to come into the the Thanksgiving, you know, pre-speech or whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have a situation where you're thinking about death, you project that onto your own death. And now you're looking for to avoid the situation with having probate go through for your family, right? So again, I'm just pulling these examples out of nowhere, but like these are all reasons that there's a lot, it's a very triggering time for a lot of these things. You know, I'm just talking about estate planning right now, but family law, if you guys are family law attorneys, you know that the holidays are a very, very t- tense time, if things are not really strong within a husband, wife, or, you know, whatever kind of domestic arrangement people have, sometimes child custody issues are going to flame out. And if you are snorkeling off of Bora Bora and your competition is not, then guess who's going to be able to take the call when that problem that exists and might even be more prevalent is going to be brought up and done the search on Google or social media or whatever happens to happen, right? So what I'm trying to say here if you have the situation where there is a reduced supply, that in and of itself is a reason to be in the market. When you add an increased demand to that, then you have a cocktail for doing super, super well. So that's basically the premise where I this is like the underpinnings for why December is huge. But and again, as far as evidence, you know, and talk to anyone who's doing seven figures in a seven hour firm, if they're in the estate planning world, most of the people that are running seven figure firms in general, with just kind of your mainstream practice areas, I found a lot of agreement. I actually ended up putting my foot in my mouth on a webinar that I did with Allison Williams back in 2020 talking about this because I was trying to, you know, say that this was some hot take. She was like, no, obviously December rocks. <laughs> but um, anyways, you know, if you know, you know, that's kind of one of those situations. So the one thing I will say is that you do have to handle this a little bit differently. And I, I will give a little credence to the naysayers here. Some of the common peanut gallery responses that I'll get to this whenever we post on social media is, well, hey, no one has time to do this or no one has the money to do this. You can't move forward to the legal problem in December. And it's, you know, the truth is, if you're not a super strong closer, there's a possibility that you heard this as a legitimate, well, you heard this as an objection, whether it was legitimate or not, we'll get into. But if you hear this once or twice and you're motivated to uh, come up with a case for why you should be snorkeling in Bora Bora for December, then you can absolutely take that and run with it. But the truth is, there are some issues. So the biggest challenge that you have to deal with when it comes to closing business in December is the challenge of logistics. Again, I'll go to the state planning because it's something we do a lot of work with. Generally speaking, you have to have a consultation of some sort where you're going to close the client and then typically a signing meeting at the very least when it comes to getting this stuff to you. And again, a lot of firms will have a three, four meeting process. Um, those meetings become a little bit harder to schedule when they you consider your travel, clients' travel, that kind of thing. So the first thing that I want to say is that you want to get super clear on what absolutely needs to be in person, what can be done remote. Generally speaking, consultations, nice to have, not a must-have to have in person. Um, certain things like signings, contracts, that kind of stuff, um, a lot, that's kind of things I would I would want to recommend having in person. But again, there are ways to do stuff with DocuSign, et cetera, that you can avoid that. But if that's the case, you know, that actually opens things a lot, especially if you have family that lives far away from you, you actually could be snorkeling in Bora Bora. As long as you have the ability to work the uh, daylight hours and whatever times in that you're in, that's not necessarily a problem. And again, as long as you have the situation, that's not stopping you from closing, then you can absolutely close business as well. But basically, there's the situation of actually scheduling the consultation, which is, is tough. And then this is something you have to train your staff to do. And then there's basically the situation of closing the consultation can be a little challenge. The number one objection that we hear from our clients getting around this time of year, and it's actually something we get ourselves occasionally all the time is, hey, this sounds awesome. Let's get back to this after Thanksgiving, after Christmas, after Hanukkah, after the new year, right? And the way to get around this is to preempt it and give people a reason to move forward. So I'll, I'll, I'll use an example as well. So uh, if we know that that's coming, and this is just kind of to, to take a little bit of an side, if you ever have a situation, where you get the same objection every single time, that's one of the greatest blessings you can think of, because then you just come up with a way to handle that objection, and then you never have to deal with it again. But the way that we do it for this specific situation is we want to build in urgency to our offer. So when we get to the time, We say, all right, cool. Hey, you guys are all set. So I think if you know, this is a situation you need to get covered with the house and the kids and all this stuff too, this is the solution that you want. Yes. Okay, cool. Can we talk numbers? All right, great. So hey, I know what you guys are probably thinking. This sounds awesome. Let's get to uh, let's get started on this after the new year. So what we have right now is actually a quick action bonus. So normally I charge 6500 for this, just because I want to make sure that you guys are getting the ball rolling in this, we can actually move it forward to 4000. And then if you guys are ready to rock right now, we can go ahead and get that process started. And then by the time it comes to New Year's, you guys will actually already be way ahead on, on what you had. Does that sound good? Which you prefer? So to kind of break that down, what I did there a little bit, by the way, no one actually is uh, discounting this stuff, we create a discount, right? So if you're charging 4000, say you're charging 6500 and offer it for blah, blah, blah. So now we have a what we call internally a case deal for our clients, a reason to act now. So do you want to get this process started today for four thousand? Do you want to do it on January first for sixty five hundred? If we don't give a reason to not do things in January, then people are going to just say that, right? But now we've basically assigned a value to each of those decisions, and then we're almost presenting them the option for what should they do? And legitimately, if you guys want to do this, the strength of, of using any sort of a close like this is going to come from how much you believe it. So if you have people that say, "Yeah, you know, honestly, we're totally fine. We'll do that in January." charge them $6,500. I'm not kidding. And again, I'm just pulling these numbers out of a hat. But you get the idea, like you can legitimately do that to people. And then some people actually do it. And then hey, you might have just accidentally increased your prices without having to worry about it. But the truth is, when it comes to these logistics closes, we have to go for the kill on the consultation, especially with estate planning. But I will say this for any practice area, any service that you sell, period, the enemy of deals is this sounds great, we'll do this, blah, blah, blah. Even if people have The, you know, most legitimate reason in the world, if you take a deal that is 100% the time that you end the call and wait a week, um, those numbers start dropping pretty legitimately has nothing to do with your service. Has nothing to do with the prospects intent, Uh, it just has everything to do with human nature and the fact that people like to put off things that are important, right? So we have to go for it. But again, if you know what's coming, which is this sounds great, let's get to in the new year, you address it ahead of time. And then basically, you're able to eliminate that objection. And you'll actually be surprised, I would say there's more money to be made in having the consultations that you think no one wants to sign up for in December, than to address the percentage of people who are going to throw out some sort of a logistics objection when you actually close it. When people want something, they want something. And if you're the person to deliver it, it really is less of a matter of time in terms of just like, you know, it has more to do with logistics and when you actually get that right. But that being said, If you are able to address the downside of closing during the holidays, which is working around logistics and calendaring and that kind of thing, then you are able to capture the upside, which is a lot of demand for the services, especially some of the ones that we mentioned, and a lot less competition. If you guys are worried about if you guys are worried about people getting shopped out, and the situation where your competition is, you know, whatever, undercutting you on price or whatever. Get cracking while those guys are asleep. I swear to God, it is one of the biggest levers that we've seen. And again, once you, you go to this, you're not going to want to come back. And, you know, if you guys want to take your vacations, just don't do it during the holidays. Just do it for everyone else. honestly, like, I think, honestly, you know, the flip side of this is, is sometimes it makes more sense to take vacations with other people or come, let them duke it out. But again, or, you know, keep your foot on the gas the whole year <laughs> or you know, get to the, keep your foot on the gas until you can hire other people to keep their foot on the gas. But um, anyways, I'm losing steam. You guys know what it is. So, um, guys, have an awesome December. I hope you guys crush it. If you have any questions, um, you know, sign up to our email list. Uh, We got some more content going out there these days. But um, I will see the rest of you guys next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Eastern on the Law Firm Growth Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com slash podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.